2: Today, we'll look at something called breathwork, a practice which can help us reconnect to our breath in a way to stay healthier and in tune with our everyday lives. Breathwork, whether you know it as pranayam, belly breathing, or paced respiration, is a conscious and intentional manipulation of the way you're breathing to achieve specific mental, emotional, or physical benefits. It's an ancient tool, that goes beyond the automatic inhale-exhale routine and involves techniques like deep belly breathing, rhythmic patterns, and mindful control of breath to influence our physiologic and psychological states. It's not just about oxygenating our bodies. It's a deliberate and powerful tool for relaxation, stress reduction, and overall well-being. In my everyday life, I cannot walk out the door without my 86 year old dad screaming at me, Do deep breathing all day long. So that plays a huge role in my day to day life. So I'd like to start just by taking a pause and observing together how we're feeling and how we're breathing right now. Are you holding your breath? Do you feel like your breath is stuck in the center of your chest, in your lower belly? I often find that thinking about how I'm breathing helps me figure out how I'm feeling. If I'm anxious, I know that I'm going to find it difficult to take deep breaths. And that's the first signal that I need to take a pause and think about how I'm breathing. So to help us delve into the connection between our breath, our health, and why breathwork is so powerful, I'm excited to spend time with my guest, Anna Lilia. Anna Lilia is a certified breathwork teacher whose practice focuses on breath as a pathway for transformation. Welcome to the WebMD Health Discovered podcast, Anna. Thank
1: you so much. I'm so excited to be here and also just grateful for the invitation to notice our breath. It's something that a lot of people don't do that, as you were saying, like we just breathe automatically, go about our day and not connect to it. But that simple act of doing that can change how you're feeling.
2: I'm really excited for this conversation because it's just been a part of our conversation as a family growing up. My dad just kind of throws it out there all the time. Sometimes when your parents say things, you tune out the importance of it. So I think it's awesome to have this conversation with you and just really delve more into the benefit. But before I start with my questions, I'd love to ask about your own personal health discovery. What was the aha moment for you around starting breathwork or work with transforming lives using breathwork?
1: Well, it all started when I began my mental health journey of healing. I was going to therapy and learning a lot about how my childhood trauma was affecting my current life. And that awareness was really empowering. However, I was still depressed. I was still feeling anxious. And I started to explore other ways that I can help myself not feel this way. I had all of these symptoms that for so long, I didn't even realize that what I was feeling and experiencing was anxiety. And in hindsight, recognizing these symptoms of insomnia, clenching, digestive issues, I started to develop like skin issues. I was hypervigilant. All of that was normal to me because that's how my family was living their life so i didn't even know that that's what i was experiencing anxiety until i started to work with a therapist here is a quick word from our sponsor
0: we take this few seconds off to inform you our valued loyal listener about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the nespod studios Enjoy the show.
1: So breath work was a class I came across. I didn't know what it was. We were invited to lay on the ground and do this three-stage breathing practice where we're breathing using our diaphragm, we're taking a second inhale up into our chest area, and then we're exhaling. Wow. The simple act of doing this breathing pattern, and it was for about 30 minutes allowed this heaviness and this constant panic that I was feeling in my mind quiet and the heaviness lifted. I was blown away. I couldn't believe that by simply manipulating the way that I was breathing, that I was able to feel different. So after that one experience, I was hooked. I wanted more of it. And then I wanted to share it with people which is what inspired me to learn how to hold space
2: for people and become a breathwork coach and teacher. That's amazing. So to your point, we often kind of overcomplicate a lot of things, and then we underappreciate how powerful those simple tools are. So can you help us just understand what we mean by breathwork?
1: Yeah, breathwork is an active form of meditating. And there's a lot of different ways that you can breathe that will fall into the breathwork umbrella, if you will. So it's being conscious of how you're breathing as you just did at the beginning of the podcast, connecting with your breath and noticing, am I breathing shallow? Am I breathing just using the upper part of my lungs? Or is my breathing feeling more relaxed? The way that we're breathing reflects how you're feeling. And so if you are noticing, oh, I am holding my breath, I am breathing in a really shallow way. Once you drop your breathing down into your belly, you're able to switch your nervous system from being on the high alert, the sympathetic, into the rest and relax, the parasympathetic. And with that, you're able to have clarity about things. So instead of being on high alert and in panic and maybe thinking about the worst case scenario that's going to happen, you're able to arrive to this present moment or be in this present moment. You're able to actually respond to what's going on and decide whether or not you have control over the situation or if there's something for you to do, as opposed to having your automatic trauma reactions happening or adding more stress to the situation. So, breath work is a really simple yet impactful tool that, sure, you can take a class and work with a coach like me and teacher, or it's just a simple act of changing the way that you're breathing by being aware of how you're breathing. And you can count while you're breathing. You can hold your
2: breath. You can do a longer exhale. It's really powerful to hear about simplifying the message, but then also recognizing that sometimes you need help to understand the practice of doing it because something that seems so part of our everyday lives, if we have someone like a coach that can help us sort of think about where to incorporate it, how to incorporate it, that can be really helpful. So can you tell me a little bit about what that means in your day-to-day? How are you helping people incorporate breathing into their day-to-day lives? A
1: lot of people tend to come to me because they are feeling really stressed out or overwhelmed, kind of similar to my journey, where they're with their therapist, maybe they're taking medication, but they're still feeling stuck. They're still feeling really overwhelmed. And they just want to learn new tools to how to better manage the stresses that life is going to always have in our life. One of the simplest things that I teach my clients to do is to create pauses throughout their days by using their breath. As I mentioned, you know, a lot of our life is very reactionary or we're on automatic pilot. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are parents or working moms and there's a lot that our brain is trying to process and solve and so If we want to show up differently in our life, maybe with more patience or try to solve a problem in a different way, by simply using your breath to create just a second before something automatically comes out of your mouth, it can create such a different interaction with your kids, with your partner. And that tool my clients use all the time, and it has created huge shifts in their relationships and how they feel in their work environment. It has helped them feel empowered. Just a client recently was sharing how her husband was saying, all you do is lay down on the ground and breathe. But her now using that tool of doing breath work, of using it as a way to regulate herself has created such a beautiful change in her relationship and how they interact with each other. So he was teasing her, but at the same time, acknowledging like, okay, yeah, it seems so simple and maybe sometimes silly, but I see the difference in you.
2: That is actually really helpful is that you're not just breathing the fact that she's laying down on the ground or you're encouraging people to do that. It is a visual display to somebody that you're taking a minute or you're doing something. That really resonates with me because sometimes, especially when you say to your kids or to your partner, like, I need a minute, I'm gonna go take a deep breath. And you still are just standing there or you walk away and it may seem like you're walking away in anger. But if you're physically still present, but laying on the floor and you're showing them visibly, I'm still here, but I'm I'm doing something to help change our interaction.
1: When I do my breathwork classes, I invite people to lay down if they're able to, if they need to remain seated, that's fine. But laying down also just allows your whole body to be in a more relaxed state. So in addition to connecting with your breath and using your breath as a tool to relax your body, then physically you're also in a position where the tension in your muscles can release and able to just regulate and bring more peace into your physical body so that then you can carry on with your day. And also it's such a beautiful example if you do have kids or to your partners or family members, like the act that you're taking care of yourself. I have so many clients who listen to my meditations or do the breathwork classes, and then their kids join in because they're seeing that. You're mirroring to them what it means to take care of yourself, to make a priority your mental health, to show your children, your family, like, yeah, mom is really stressed right now, but it is really important for me as well to take this pause, to remove myself, to do something to calm myself so that again, I can show up with more patience and love and compassion or more energy. We're talking a lot about how breath work helps with relaxation, but I also use it as a tool to energize myself. So I will change the way that I'm breathing. I like to use breath of fire, which is this quick breathing practice through your nose and you're kind of like pumping your belly in and out. And you're just really increasing the oxygen flow into your body. And you get to a point where you're feeling a little tingly, and just a short burst of that will also bring so much energy and focus. I don't drink coffee. So what I do is I, I breathe. I do breath work. So that's another thing. If you don't have access to coffee, use your breath.
2: Well, I definitely want to talk to you about some of the different types of breathing and the different breathing exercises. But before that, what are some of the benefits in terms of the health benefits, the benefits to our mental health by doing some of these breath work exercises? So consciously
1: breathing, you're able to switch your nervous system from being on high alert, as I was saying, the sympathetic into the parasympathetic. When you are stressed out, your brain, your whole system, nervous system is going into high alert. It feels that you're in danger. And so that's going to release adrenaline. That's going to increase your heart rate. Your body's basically ready to fight or flight. And that's fine if you're actually in danger. But when you're just stressed out because your kids are being rowdy and fighting with each other... And then you're not doing things to bring you down. If you're just constantly in that high state of stress, which I was, then the stress manifests into all of these other health issues. And so breathing will allow you to bring down your nervous system into the parasympathetic. It will help to lower your blood pressure. It just calms everything down. For your emotions as well, when you actually do a longer practice of breath work, It brings you into your body. It allows you to connect with your emotions. I have so many clients that lay down to breathe and then they just start to cry. And they share with me, I'm like, I don't know why I was crying. Like, I I just felt this release. And it's like, how beautiful that you've created this space. It doesn't matter if you're not sure or if you're not actually feeling sad, but that's just what your body needed right now as a way to release and express itself. So we're not constantly just carrying All of these unprocessed emotions and heaviness and worry, but rather it's an opportunity for you to process how you're feeling, embody, express it. And that's why so many people, after they practice breathwork, describe it as feeling so much lighter, like they just left this heaviness that they've been carrying on the side. So there's the physical health benefits of feeling more at ease and calmer and clear. And then there's also the emotional support of allowing you a safe space to process how you're feeling.
2: It's really interesting because I mentioned in our house, my dad basically is always kind of encouraging everyone to do deep breathing all day long at every moment. And my husband, who is a gastroenterologist and very much sort of evidence-based minded, he'll just be like, yeah, I, you know, that's nice and that's great. And I'll, when, when I have time, I'll do it. But what has been really impactful for him is when my father is wearing his blood pressure cough, and I noticed this in the clinic as well, is he'll take his blood pressure and he will show us the numbers, the diastolic and the systolic, and then he'll just sit there for about five to 10 breaths, just sit there and do some deep breathing exercises. And then he'll repeat the blood pressure and you see a significant decrease in pulse, upper number, the lower number, the diastolic and the systolic. And clearly, if you can see that this has an impact over the short term, imagine if you're dosing yourself with deep breathing throughout the day, what you're doing to your blood pressure. And so I think it gives you just a very visual example of how these types of exercises can have quantifiable impacts, even over the short term.
1: And when you do practice this on a regular basis, it then becomes automatic. That's where I am right now, where I have had moments like, My house was broken into a couple of years ago, and I got the phone call from my dog sitter and the doors were open. This is a really scary situation. And as I was getting the news from her, immediately I noticed my body going into that deep belly breathing. After I got the news, I felt so proud. I'm like, wow, my body, even in this high stress situation, automatically, all of the training that I've done, all of the practice of breathing, my unconscious mind knew, okay, let's get clear about this. Let's do the belly breathing. Let's calm down because she was panicked and creating the safe space to, again, respond to the situation as opposed to automatically
2: reacting with like fear and panic. So it's a really powerful practice. Can you share with us some of the different types of breathing techniques? So you mentioned a breath of fire, there's deep abdominal breathing, there's alternate nostril breathing. So can you help Walk us through some of these techniques and where one might be useful and what scenario you might want to use one versus another.
1: Yeah. So the box breathing, you can imagine like a box. And so the first breath is actually going to be an exhale to the count of four. Then you'll hold your breath to the count of four. You'll take a deep inhale to the count of four and just repeat that. That is actually a technique that a lot of Navy SEALs use and nurses and police officers. It's a way as well when they're in really high stress situations for them to get calm and clear and they can actually respond to what's going on as opposed to react. I always just love recommending the deep belly diaphragm breathing. It's so simple It may sound boring, but I feel like it's the easiest to remember, especially if you're in a high stress situation as opposed to what am I supposed to do with a box breathing or what is this four, seven, eight breathing? The counting is great. And again, if you practice it, then it will come more second nature. But if you're just starting out, just place your hands on your belly and practice breathing. So when you're taking a deep breath using your diaphragm, you should feel your hands being pushed out. Sometimes people don't feel that. And so it's having to work at it where it deep inhale and your hands are being out. And then when you exhale, it's going to go back in. and You just repeat that.
2: So when you're inhaling the breath, your hand should be going out on your belly.
1: Mm -hmm, Exactly. And when you're exhaling, they're going to go back in towards your belly button. So that's the simple, easiest way to remember, okay, I'm feeling stressed out. Let me do a deep belly breath. Sometimes I also like to incorporate physical movement, especially if I'm noticing a lot of tension in my shoulders or in my jaw. So on the inhale, I'll raise my shoulders up close to my ears. And on the exhale, then dropping the shoulders and just continuing to do that. And you'll start to feel that release of the tension in your shoulders and upper body. I tend to use with my clients that three-stage breathing pattern where you're breathing with your diaphragm and chest and exhaling. I also have clients that like to incorporate holding their breath into it. So that's just building up the carbon dioxide in the body and I feel like they also just like to challenge it. I tend to get that a lot with the men where they use it as like, I'm going to prove how long I can hold my breath, how much I've mastered my breath. I'm like, all right, if that's what you need to do, go for it. So it's really just a matter. Try different breathing practices. See which one resonates with you. And then the default is... Here is a quick word from our sponsor.
0: We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows Enjoy the show.
2: It's always that deep belly breathing. Are there certain types of breathing exercises you would recommend to do just over the short term and then some you can do for a prolonged period of time? I do breath work in bed before I get up
1: and when I'm going to go to bed. That's how I start my day and how I end my day. And, and it's not that long, it's just a minute or two. And it's a way to just kind of clear my space as well and clear my mental space. If you're going to do a longer practice, if we're talking about a 30 minute, I do recommend working with a practitioner, because you are going to feel a lot of body sensations, you might feel that tingling, you might get a thing called tetany, which is where your hands cramp up. So that's just reflecting an imbalance of CO2 and oxygen in your body. And with all of the physical sensations and then perhaps also the emotional release. If you're not someone who's used to being in your body, you know, in our society, there's just so much numbing happening and disassociation and not really present, it can be overwhelming. And so that's why I recommend working with a practitioner. If you're looking for a more therapeutic practice, then reserve the longer practice for that. When you're just looking for a pick-me-up of energy, a stress releaser, then you can do those shorter five minutes, even a minute, 10-minute meditations. That's when my pre-recorded breathing meditations, they tend to be around that range, five to seven. Longer for the night one to help you fall asleep, but that's intended for you to just kind of like drift
2: off. So you do a program called Breathwork for Anxiety. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. As I was seeing so many people struggle with anxiety and with depression, They were getting great results with working with me in the live calls, but I wanted them to have a resource that they can just tap on whenever they're starting to feel that anxiety come over them. Sometimes it is hard to remember to breathe when you're about to have a panic attack. So if you're able to easily access a meditation where I'm guiding you to slow down, to count your breath, to become aware of what's around you, it just helps. And people have had really beautiful results. I have moms that listen to them out loud and their kids start to listen to them. And what's funny is that when they have shared with me that when the parent, the mother, is feeling stressed and overwhelmed, their child reminds them to breathe. I have a three-year-old nephew and my sister tells me that her son, because I've been teaching him how to breathe and how to calm himself, started doing that when he was two years old. And he reminds my sister, like, mommy, it's okay. Like, just breathe. So it's beautiful. And if the whole family is doing it, then it also releases that stigma of like, oh, there must be something wrong with me if I need to do a practice like breath work or I'm feeling anxious. Rather, stress is normal. Feeling anxiety is normal. Being depressed sometimes is normal. And there are tools and things that we can do to help ourselves feel better. And breathing is one of them.
2: What's some of the pushback you hear from people when you talk about breathwork? Are there things that people commonly say to you?
1: Sometimes people tell me, I'm not good at meditating. And the great thing about breathwork is that it is different than traditional meditating. It's active. So you're concentrating on your breathing. This isn't about having no thoughts, which I feel a lot of people get overwhelmed by that thought. Or sitting still, like it's a really active practice. It feels like a workout. So once they give it a shot, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do this. And also, if you're just starting out with a shorter practice, then it's more manageable and it boosts their confidence to try it again.
2: The way I've heard it sort of as a metaphor is if you think about branches on a tree, if you can't reach the one that is the meditation branch, if you pull on the breathing branch, the meditation one can often be pulled down with it. So you can enter into meditation through breathing as well. I'd love to ask you about your podcast. Can you share a little bit of information about that?
1: Thank you for asking. Yeah, it's called Breathe More. And I just created it not that long ago with the intention to help spread information about different tools that people can use in order to help regulate themselves, feel a sense of calm, and also just empower them. Whatever we experience growing up, it doesn't have to define us. So if you did have a difficult childhood, like so many of us did, where if right now your circumstances are really overwhelming and stressed out, we have so much power and control about what we can do on how we're feeling and how we're navigating life. So the podcast, sometimes I drop into a meditation. So you'll actually breathe along with me. Sometimes I invite another guest expert to come and share their expertise Sometimes I just share different mindset tools and exercises that you can implement. I've been having so much fun with it and people already are saying how much it has helped them. And it's just beautiful to be able to spread
2: the word about how powerful our breath is. I usually like to close my episodes by giving actionable information, actionable things that people can do right now. So what would be some of your recommendations? Right now, I'm going to invite all of
1: you again to connect with your breath and do that belly breathing. This is a tool that I want to be automatic when you're driving and stressed out. Instead of going into that road rage, let's do some deep breathing. Anything like if your coworker is upsetting you, if you're missing a deadline, drop down your breathing and it's going to make such a big difference, not only in how you feel, but how you show up in your life. And it has a ripple effect because when we feel different and when we're showing up feeling calmer, confident, and empowered, people sense that energy. And you will inspire others to also start to embark on their own healing journey and really take care of themselves. So that's my invitation to all of you.
2: Thank you so much for joining us today. We've talked with Anna Lilia about breath work. We've talked about being intentional about breathing and how it can have major impacts for our mental health and our physical health. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in.